To be a successful creator, you need balance. I truly believe that your life needs to be in proper physical, mental, and spiritual order to see blessing and breakthrough. Go Creator Go talks with three dynamic individuals who not only talk the talk, but walk the walk in keeping a balanced, creative life. I'm Antoine Bean. This is Go Creator Go. Let's do it. All right, all right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on this episode of Go Creator Go. I cannot tell you how ecstatic I am. I know you guys hear me say that, but I am really excited about this episode. Um, and that is because I have some amazing people, and I'm going to make my introduction short. Uh, I'm, I got some amazing people who are uh, on the show today. And these individuals are people that I respect. Uh, I worship with them. I fellowship with them. And uh, I've even received some prophetic utterance from these people. Uh, these are some amazing uh, individuals that I, I hold in a high regard, not just because of their creative prowess, but because of uh, their character. Uh, these are three people that I have a great deal of love and respect for personally. And I'm just humbled that God has used this platform to allow me to introduce them to you. And uh, I'm just going to get right into it. But before, right before I do that, I want to say that um, we've been getting some great responses from the show so far. Uh, we've been getting emails. We've been getting compliments. We've been getting uh, a lot of comments. And uh, thank you guys so much for that. And continue to bring them in and to keep them coming. I am actually going to be doing some giveaways uh, uh, on the show uh, for our listeners because I'm I love to spoil people. It's just part of me. I, part of my love language is acts of service and giving. And uh, so that's part of what I do. So uh, be expecting to see on Facebook, on our Facebook page, uh, some giveaways that we're going to be doing. Now, going into the subject of today, uh, what brought this on for me as far as balance is that I am a creative person and uh, I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> and But one thing I was ashamed of was I did not have balance. It, I was just going willy-nilly, kind of going with the flow on things as they came. Uh, I Life was doing me. I didn't do life. Life was doing me, especially uh, once I really got into uh, my flow in ministry, uh, my flow in creativity. It just, everything was just coming at me, and I was like, okay, I'll do this. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, I'll do this. And I find myself being up till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, turning around at eight and having to go to my job and then leaving. And while I'm at my job, I'm working on my, on my businesses, then, then coming home and, and, and doing creative stuff. And meanwhile, my wife is like saying, hello, you're married. Remember me. <laughs> and so it's just, it was just crazy. And, um, I had to talk with the Lord at, at, in prayer. And he was like, you need balance. You need balance. And I just, I, so I just pushed everything away and fasted and just listened to his voice. And he gave me the tools necessary with spiritual balance, emotional balance, physical balance, and even business and time management balance. And as this show started to develop, he was very adamant, the Lord was, about me doing an episode entirely dedicated to um, this and so I was like, okay, well, I'm, I, I, I would love to do that. I'd love to tell my testimony. He's like, yeah, that's cool. But there are certain people that I want you to bring forth in this. And so I was like, all right. And, the, and these three individuals were brought to me in prayer. And so I am very humbled to bring them to you because they are incredibly balanced creators. Um, 
the first person that uh, is part of this balance trinity is what I like to call them is Calvin Martin. Now, Calvin Martin is a uh, fitness trainer. He is a person that, first of all, uh, it's a gift for him. It's not a job or something that he chose to do. This was something that he just, it just naturally came upon him. He did it as a hobby for himself, took care of himself, working out, running, lifting weights, doing the ropes and all that stuff. And it just ended up turning into something lucrative for him because people were inquiring, hey, you know, tell me about how you doing this and how you doing that. And so he was like, well, you know, God showed me this and I got this in prayer and he showed me this and gave me word on that. And then people started, you know, people of God started to literally prophesy over him concerning it. And it turned into not just a business for him, but literally a life mission for him. The next person that's part of this, uh, of the balanced Trinity is Anthony James. Anthony James is, in my opinion, one of the most organized people I've ever seen. This is an individual who works in the entertainment and, and uh, he works in the film and stage production uh, industries. And he literally like is like a architect when it comes to uh, time management. He looks at a project and can just dissect it to the minute of what needs to be done for the goal of this production to be accomplished. I've never seen anybody break down scheduling like uh, Anthony does. And he does it with such precision and ease that it just, I mean, he has all the time in the world in how he balances things, but he stays so busy. He remains current and he not only uh, stays current and, and, and balanced, but people come to him all the time about, hey, can you work for my company? Can you do this for my company? And he's like, on some occasions, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. And, uh, and he actually has turned down positions in, 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 a, in, a, in recessions and in uh, uh, times where people are looking for work. This man is actually saying, uh, let me think about it. I'm not so sure if I want to take it, you know, which is amazing to me. Uh, that just shows that it's not about the money with him. It really is about the mission and purpose. Lastly, uh, part of the balanced trinity is uh, Dr. Charlize Boiting. And uh, Dr. Charlize is a pharmacist by trade, but she is a author, a speaker, a teacher, a mentor, life coach, and even a preacher and intercessor. Uh, she is an incredible person, an, an amazing spirit. And uh, she, ju she just put out a book uh, late, late last year called Pregnant with Destiny. And we recorded, uh, I had the pleasure of recording her audio book uh, for Audible. And uh, it is an incredible um, metaphoric use of the pregnancy experience to break down uh, the necessity of destiny in the life of people. So uh, I would like to introduce these amazing people to Go Creator Go right now. So everybody say hello to Calvin Martin, Anthony James, and Dr. Charlize Boiting. Hello, everybody. Hello, guys. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I'm so glad that you guys are here. Um, so uh, let's just get right into it because we got a lot of ground to cover. We got a lot of ground to till here uh, between the three of y'all. So uh, tell me, let's start with, I'll start in the middle. I'll go with AJ. I'll go with Anthony. Uh, Anthony, so time management we are in a time right now where basically i want you to tell us a little bit of your story as you answer this question but we are in a place right now where time is abundant you know people are at home uh people are literally like in you know they they kind of making their own schedules a lot of people aren't working unfortunately and uh a lot of people are you know, they, they have too much time on their hands, as the song says. So but you have a, have managed to uh, make this work to your advantage. Can you explain the importance, first of all, of time management today and how you made it um, basically a ministry, if you will? Thank you so much for that. Like time management is definitely 
important in my life. <laughs> um, and I say that because, of course, like you said, I do a whole bunch of different things. And being organized is extremely necessary when balancing a lot of different projects uh, and a lot of a lot of work in general. Um, how I time manage, um, I just pretty much go according to whatever the project is. Um, calendars are very, very, very important um, with that, and sometimes I, I use that to keep up with time. And it just it just depends on whatever the project is. Like I guess I can go for an example. Um, for an example, I just recently started um, artist management, and with this particular artist, um, it's four ladies by the name of Badagio. And with this, with the particular with this particular group, um, they had a goal. I started managing them like in February, and of course, with the whole pandemic of situation, we we had to be quarantined to ourselves. So they still had a goal to meet, which was like in July. They were, they wanted to release their EP, and so I got together with them, and I kind of like had put them on a strict schedule of like meeting on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays via Zoom. Um, and that way they can still see each other, still interact with each other, and still write their music um, for their EP. And the way they were able to record their music and get their ideas out, they, I got them to use this, this, this app called BandLab, and they were able to go in and kind of just um, lay down their tracks individually, and that way they can get their ideas out of their head, which is something they, they could have done together if they were able to be in one place. But because we were separated and because we had to be quarantined, we had to figure out the best best way to use time management and just um, an organized schedule um, as far as how quickly we will meet and, and what we would do during those times. So each meeting was very strategic as to what we would do. Um, so I hope that answers the question a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how did you get into time management? How was this something that, that you decided, you know what, I need to really get a hold of this and make it work for not just me, but for others as well? Because, I mean, I've worked in the music industry before, you know, dealing with mm-hmm. artists is not something that's easy. Uh, so what, what made you, uh, no shade, but it's true. <laughs> but what made, <laughs> what made you uh, decide to really get a hold of this time management deal? Okay. So time management, this may sound weird. I don't know, but time management and just like anything else that I do, it kind of comes like naturally and it kind of comes to something that's common sense. Um, I didn't get it from my mama. I don't think I got it from my daddy. And others, I got it from God, literally. Because neither one of them have this time management skills at all. But I, on the other hand, I, I just I just get the sense of time and the structure of time. So it literally, I, I, it's just something that God literally just gave me for gift. I guess. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't got it. And, and they look at me and they're like, how do you do that? And I'm like, it seems perfectly fine and perfectly normal and easy to me. But the others is not. So I literally, I think I just got it from, it's just something that God gave me, just like everything else, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I'll chime in on that. Um, I was definitely one of those people that wasn't blessed with the excellent time management skills. So, yeah. <laughs> but sure. Now, now Calvin uh, utilizes time, of course, because he has to schedule his uh, fitness clients. Now, Calvin, tell me your, your story on you know, the importance of physicality because this is a personal testimony from you, right? How you got into yes, this, sir. right? Yeah, tell me tell me about tell us about that. Man, first, um, you know how I'm I'm a churchy churchy guy, so I might come off a little bit churchy, but first giving honor. Come on, sir. <laughs> come on, sir. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so how how technically and like you like you stated before um, when I came into on the scene with this fitness thing, it was first, you know, just me, you know, going and work at working out and taking care of myself. But, you know, knowing who God is and how he knows how to get you to a position that he wants you to be, he uh, he will bring certain courses, you know, in front of you. So before before in the beginning of me working out and taking care of my body and and just doing the whole gym thing. I've always been an athlete. So once basketball didn't work out for me, it was kind of, you know, tragic, but I just always wanted to stay in shape. So with me having to get up early in the morning to go to the gym and work out, when I first started, I had two jobs. One was a store manager, and the second was um, working for Nike. 
So I'm working all day. I had to find a time to get in something that I had love for. So that that's how it was for me when it came to time management. Because just like I stated, I was terrible with it. I could not manage. I couldn't even manage. If you just gave me 24 hours, I would find a way to mess it up. I, I was so terrible at managing my time. But I had to develop a sense of discipline, which was, okay, if I got this amount of time throughout the day, then I need to find time for self-care. I need to find that one hour somewhere in there. So, you know, fast forward into life to where I'm at now, where I am, you know, training people and putting them on schedules along with virtual training and along with building my business and just doing everyday life because life don't stop outside of what you do. You know, you got to find time to take your bills. You got to find time to eat. You got to find time to read because, you know, reading is essential too. mental health, man. So my, my, um, my thing is, and this is where I get a little churchy. One thing about this time and this pandemic we are in is that even though the devil took everything, our normal lives away from us, you know, God always finds a way to turn it into our good. So the greatest thing in life that I feel to a human being is time because time is something so valuable and priceless that if you, if someone takes it, you can never get that time back. Amen. So just if you look at the light that God said, okay, well, you got that dream in you. You got that vision in you. You need to, uh, you've been begging to take care of yourself and work out. Okay, here goes some more time. On top of that, the government giving out free money. <laughs> So I ain't even going to make let you worry about how you're going to take care of yourself. Just what you're going to do with that time that I gave you Come on. and that free time. So that's how I look at today's time. And then after when I really sat back and realized that, I never took time management for granted. It, no more. I can't because it's so it's so valuable. Right. Absolutely. Now, shifting gears to your physical, to the physical aspect of how you <laughs> tell people, because I've I've heard you myself. You told, you know, you tell me stuff, you know, about yes, the importance of rest and getting up at certain times of the day and uh, mm-hmm. not to eat after certain hours and things like that. Uh, talk about how that's vital to the people that you train and even with yourself. Okay. Yes, sir. So um, when it comes with time management and, to, and taking care of your body, there are several things, well, not even just several things that needs to take place. Like you said, your rest. You need to get eight hours of rest, you know, minimum, they say. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I would say six, but we're not going to push it. <laughs> we're going to keep it, keep it uh, regulated. <laughs> eight hours of rest. Right. Waking up so you can wake up early in the morning. I wake up five o'clock every morning and I advise anybody that I train, just get out the bed. Even though your body might not want to, after you get that hours of rest, force your body. That's what working out is about, taking control over your body. Your body is, is naturally doesn't move unless you, your spirit commands it to. Come so on, get control of your body. That's good. When you wake up in the morning, you first thing you go and reach for is breakfast or things like that. Manage that time. Because usually if you, if you eat, Say you eat a small breakfast, but you got so much time to eat, you're going to find something else to put in your mouth during that time. Manage that time. And then just like when it comes to working out, a minimum of one hour a day, one hour a day just a minimum of, of just not even hardcore, but just nice, steady, active, you know, heart rate's increased workout for an hour. Gotcha. And if you can just get you a calendar or a you know, an agenda or a whiteboard and just schedule this time out. It's going to work for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Calvin has a steady flow of clients that are consistent in seeing results. Like I've, I've seen it myself. Like he does it all of the time. There is no limit with him. Like I've seen him post stuff on Facebook and Instagram 12 noon. I've seen him post stuff at, seven eight o'clock in the evening i mean he's getting it in like these people are he's training up these people and and getting them balanced that's amazing now dr charlise so so dr charlise you are really big about spiritual 
balance and 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 being even and on on one accord, you know, uh, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, your book talks about this in full detail about about how to uh, go through the process of a situation, i.e., pregnancy, and while this pregnancy is taking place, so of course it's a metaphor because you know it, it everybody's not everybody's not having kids or or they're guys who read it, etc. But the metaphor is very real in the birth of a destiny and a purpose and using it to the to the balance of the nine month uh, process and cycle of having a child. Uh, explain to me and explain to, to our audience how creatively people can find spiritual balance and growth as they are walking in this process. I'm sure. Well, before I answer your question, thank you for having me on. I'm very honored and Uh (laughs) humbled that you would have me on your show. So I'm very excited. Praise God. Um, But I would, wow, the process. (laughs) Um, I would basically like say first, you know, you want to make sure that you give yourself grace throughout the whole entire process, Ooh-wee. you know, um, <laughs> because and and that was something that I had to learn. Yes. Because as a creative, you know, we'll go like 90 miles per hour at something. And, you know, although it, it might be a good idea and a God idea, mm-hmm. but yet God still wants you to have that proper rest you know, and their proper balance in the thing, because there is such thing as a spirit of frustration, yes. you know, that what I talk about in my book. Yeah, there's a whole chapter you know, about so, that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you will get to a place of burnout. You'll get to a place of frustration mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, you know what, forget this. And you yourself give up on your not only God idea, but your good idea. My God. And you, call, and, and you pass it to the side. You know, and so the Bible talks about even how God has basically, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but God has prepared our hands to get wealth. And so the thing that God has given you in your hands, you now have cast it aside where you just, guess what? You cast aside your wealth as well. So you have to Mm. implement um, balance. You have to implement rest, you know, and in the process, even with pregnancy, you know, um, I would see a lot of my patients come into the pharmacy and, you know, and I would watch their processes. So, you know, as they go along from first trimester all the way up until the end and they're walking and, you know, in showing me the baby, you know, so I've literally been there throughout their whole wow. entire process. That is amazing. And so one of the things, mm-hmm, and so one of the things that I would notice is that, you know, first trimester, they'll come in walking all, you know, preppy and all that. But by the third trimester, they're waddling, you know, <laughs> they're, they're feet are swollen, <laughs> you know, like they're breathing hard, you know, just stuff like that. Right. And so um, that's the same way in the spirit, yes. you know, when we are carrying a purpose, you know, and and it's so funny because a lot of people think that you just have one purpose. No, God, I mean, he gives us branches of things, Come on, you know, and so there, I mean, even though I might, well, I am, I'm a pharmacist, you know, like you stated, I'm also an author, I'm also a teacher, I'm also, you know, a mother, you know, that's a purpose, you know, and so in all of those aspects or hats that I wear, I myself have to find myself in a place of rest and balance. And so when these women would come into the pharmacy, you know, I would even ask them, hey, are you getting rest? You know, because, you know, you um, with um, with pregnancy, um, they'll go through a time of nesting, you know, so they're trying to get the baby's nursery ready and cleaning up this and cleaning up that. But in all actuality, the baby itself, okay, catch this, the baby itself um, grows at a rapid speed toward the end at you know, anyway, and so when, especially when you're toward the end, that's when you really want to rest because oh. you could, you, you could possibly um, cause yourself to go into preterm labor. My God. And that's usually mm-hmm. how, even in the spirit, when we are in spiritual warfare, 
you know, they say, you know, this is right before the breakthrough. That's when all hell breaks loose. That's when it's darkest before the dawn, you know. Every, and that's when, that's the moment that you cannot give up. That's the moment you really have to, you know, sink your heels in and really go in and, and believe God. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because I, I, I always tell people, Antoine, have you ever, or ask this question, have you ever seen a mother laying on the birthing table and the, um, the baby is crowning, which means you can see the head coming out, okay? And then all of a sudden she says, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm good. And gets off the table and walk away. Absolutely right. not. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Absolutely right. not. Yeah, so the, yeah, the Bible talks like about the, that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So just like you said, you know, God in the Bible, God would not bring us to the point of That's birthing it. and not allow go. us to birth this thing out. <laughs> Come on. But it's going to require rest and balance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, okay. I mean, it's essential. It is. I mean, and to be honest with you, it's biblical. It's just divine order. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that, you know, God does everything in decency and in order and and that yeah, is God. all part of balance in our lives in every area of our lives you know you mentioned earlier uh dr charlise about uh deuteronomy eight eighteen. uh we have the mm-hmm. power to get wealth you know well to get to get to the point where we get it and exercise that power there must come a balance first we can't just mm-hmm. we, can't, we can't just get it because you know it, it is but we have to do things in decency and in order and then those blessings are released to us you know um, exactly uh, yeah a lot of people think that i mean he reigns on the just and the unjust don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. there is there are blessings and promises that are warranted just for believers Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for people who, right. who are blood washed, gave up their life for Christ, take up their cross and follow him. There are people, there are blessings in that book that are designed just for them, just for us, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and But he always says, if you do, then I will do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all mm-hmm. the time it never fails you go through deuteronomy especially deuteronomy 28 you know everybody's so quick to say deuteronomy 28 you're blessed going in i'm blessed coming out and i'm above and not beneath and i'm the head and not the tail but he Watch says but he says that because he's like hey you know, uh, if you do these, if you do what I command, if you follow mm-hmm. my orders, you know, if you follow mm-hmm. what I'm saying, then you'll be blessed going. Then you'll be blessed going in and blessed going out. You'll be above and not beneath. You'll be the head and yeah. not the tail. <laughs> yeah. See, people kind of pick out what, what they want. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Antoine? Um Guess who was the perfect example of balance in the Bible? Come on. Jesus. Yes. Jesus was the perfect example of balance in the Bible. Think about it. He he even knew how to set boundaries, okay? And we don't, I don't yeah. even want to talk about setting boundaries. Oh, yeah. As a Christian, you know, when we set boundaries, the world look at us like, oh, no, you're a Christian. You ain't supposed to be saying no. Right. No, no, no. Come on. You know because in the Bible, in the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 38, Jesus told them, okay, after they said, hey, Jesus, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting in my Charlize Twang, but, you know, they're <laughs> like, hey, Jesus, you know, why don't we go over here and come, you know, and heal them and talk to them and all that? And he was like, no. <laughs> Instead, let's go to the small villages to preach the gospel that's right. because that's what I've come to do. And so even as a creative, we have to understand our lane, yes. run in our own lane, but then even know how to say no. Yes. Okay. Yes. Jesus also knew how to retreat regularly. Yep. Calvin talked about self-care. You know, we have to put that hour in or however or however much time you want to put in for yourself. Jesus said, no, man, let me go up here and pray. Okay. Because at this point, I need to have more power from Ohio to come deal with y'all and also, you know, to heal the sick cats out the devils and all of that. Oh, you yeah. know, he yeah. knew how to ask for help. He knew how to delegate it, empower other people to do things 
And last but not least, he knew how to wait on God's instruction and the leading of the Holy Ghost. He knew how to do that. And as a creator, we have to do that. Jesus is our best example. Period. You know, know, just like the doctor just said how um, Jesus is a prime example of that balance. Don't forget that part of Jesus' balance was his atmosphere, too. You didn't get Jesus around everybody either. Watch it now. He was was only amongst, he started off with, you know, a multitude of people that wanted to follow. He narrowed it down to 12. Then he had a faithful three that he showed Mm -hmm. everything to. Because he knew that if if he was around the wrong crowd, that balance, he'd have to, oh man, I got to worry about you know, picking these people up and I can't take care of myself. Just like he was at the garden and he prayed. Mm-hmm. He only had the, the certain people that he took with them to the garden because mm-hmm. he didn't have time to worry about everybody else. Yeah. So yeah, atmosphere That's is a good. part of greater part of it. That was a great analogy with Jesus. And that's the one thing that I saw. Yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, he knew when to recharge. He knew when yes. to get some me time. You know, they talk about a lot how he goes on the, he went to a mountain to pray by himself. Mm -hmm. You know, he would go off to pray after he would do all these miracles and do all this amazing stuff. He would just leave and just go off Mm -hmm. to be by himself with his father for a little bit and just recharge, reset, get his mind right. And then he would come back, you know, Uh, same thing with the transfiguration. You know, when he when he took Peter, James and John with him, it was a recharging, you know, it was was an assessment because they said that Elijah and uh, Elijah and uh, Moses showed up to talk to him about what was coming up, you know, to to basically brief him on, okay, let's stay focused on the purpose. You know, the father says this, you know, da, 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 let's do this. You know, but Peter and but Peter didn't get it. He was like, "Oh, let's set up three shelters. Like, let's yeah, let's do one for Moses and Elijah and for you. Yeah, let's do." He totally missed it. Totally didn't get it. You know, totally missed. Totally missed it. You know. So yeah. So it's about the the spiritual balance, which is the key to all of this. You know, Jesus is the center, as Israel would sing. You know. All right. Well, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, real quick. And we're going to come back and I, and I want to talk about um, what are the balance killers? You know, what are the things that creatives need to avoid at all costs uh, to, to, to maintain this focus and balance that's necessary for God to use them? We're going to talk about that when we get back. Okay, guys, is that cool? Yeah. Oh, all right. Awesome. 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 Okay. Well, we'll be right back in a moment. Thank you, guys. This is Go Creator Go. All right, all right. We are back, and we are talking about balance, the necessity of it, how to keep your balance, and how to maintain it, (laughs) and to keep your sound mind, soul, and spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, so we are back with my amazing balance trinity (laughs) of Calvin Martin doing uh, fitness and in, in, in the body, uh, Anthony James on uh, on the mind and time management, and Dr. Charlize Boiting talking about spirit, so uh, spiritual balance. So um, before the break, we talked about the things that are that, that we must do 
as creatives to not be emotionally compromised, you know, uh, get some rest, you know, uh, uh, get, take, do personal care, you know, uh, say no to some stuff, you know, what would you guys say would be as far as, you know, the, the, the enemies to avoid, you know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of people think they know what can take away my balance, but we fall for those small foxes every day, every day. Uh, what would you guys say are some of the, um, uh, balance killers that would affect a creative person in these in these vital areas of mind body and spirit anybody can weigh in on this in my opinion i have three of them um those three things are bad energy um procrastination and simply not listening to the voice of god mm. those things can literally knock you off of balance come on uh, i say bad energy because i'm a person i, I I'm, a, I'm a i'm a good person and I like good people around me. I like uh, the energy around me. I don't like negativity. Uh, all of that can literally knock you off the ballot. Uh, procrastination um, or lack of communication, they can kind of go hand in hand. Um, that can knock you off the ballot, especially if you are, you're, you're supposed to do something. You tell yourself, hey, I need to do this. Or even if you make out a schedule and you're like, hey, I'm supposed to do this at this time, this at this time, this at that time. If you're supposed to do something at three o'clock and you're waiting to four o'clock or five o'clock to get it done, then oh my. you are literally behind schedule at this point. <laughs> More than off yeah, you're, you're off schedule. Uh, so procrastination is a huge thing that can knock you off. Um, and then not listening to the voice of God. God literally is your roadmap. I know he's definitely my roadmap. And I'm sure he's you guys' roadmap. So he gives us like step-by-step instructions most times and just to see if we're going to take one step and then once we take that next step, that's when he light up the rest of the way. Um, even though sometimes we're scared and we don't really understand the big picture or see exactly where he's trying to take us, but he literally gives us like step-by-step instructions and then he'll light up the entire way. But if you don't take the first step and if you disobey the voice of God, it knocks you off of balance. Yes. Literally. It makes yes. you feel uncomfortable. It takes you, you feel convicted. You feel bad about it you, you, because it's like, oh man, I heard God and I, and I knew that was God, but I didn't do it. Why didn't you do it? <laughs> right. Just do it the first time, and then you'll you'll be okay. When, especially once you when you know his voice and you hear it, then you, you actually know that it's him. Like you shouldn't second guess it. And and most times we we get messed up and we get knocked off of balance because we simply just don't listen the first time. <laughs> and we allow anybody in our space, like we talked about, um, protecting our atmosphere. Jesus was well balanced because of his atmosphere, and. Um, and in that, you have to be protective of the people you carry, people you talk to, people you are around. That's very important because those people carry carry good energy, bad energy, and one bad apple can spoil the whole whole mood, the whole mood. So I would say bad energy, uh, procrastination, and not listening to the voice of God. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Good. Well, it's just like what the kids what the kids say today. You bring that same energy. You bring that same energy when you're doing yeah. this. <laughs> that's exactly what I that's yeah. that vibe I was catching right there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know yeah. what's so funny is that um I can attest with um Anthony and say that um procrastination was one of mine I was gonna talk about as well. So we're you know, in the same vein oh, as they yeah. say in the church. Oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and so um, what I've kind of developed in my head was the three P's. You know, so just to kind of give the listeners um, just something to really think about um, and really know how to apply. So I would definitely say that um, perfectionism. Yes, I would yes. also say procrastination, like Anthony said, and then also pride. I would Ooh, say man. those three are the basically the kryptonite to the creative oh my i would i would say pride perfectionism and procrastination and 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 when i say pride you guys i i say pride in a sense of as a creative like i don't know about you but you know how you put out content and you be like yo now that was dope (laughs) <laughs> I know I did that honey. I you know, did that yeah I did that you know and so there is a difference you know between you know of course pride 
with um, being like puffed up, you know, in your own gifts and in your own understanding of a thing. But then there's also the godly proud or godly pride, you right, know. So right. sometimes, I mean, people think of pride as a as a negative thing because it has such a negative connotation to it. But it's also some healthy pride. Like I, I can be proud of the fact that, you know, God put this gift in me and I'm rolling, rolling it out for his glory, yes. you know, yes. not not for the sake of, you know, I'm being prideful or look at me go or look at me right or look at me speak. Not that, you know, but at some given point, we cannot allow the enemy to strip us of, you know, being that um, that child to God. Like, look, daddy, see what I did, right. you know. Right. Um, and so. I think that's the that's the key, and then also perfectionism. You guys, OMG! <laughs> when I tell you, it took me seven and a half years to write "Pregnant with Destiny." That is a and true course, story. You know, that is very yeah. true. <laughs> these are facts. Yeah. Okay. These yeah. are facts. That is true. This that is, is not fake true. news. Yeah. That is very okay, true. Okay. This is not fake news, guys. <laughs> All right. So okay. it took Come me. Come on, I want to hear about it. <laughs> it took me seven and a half years. Yes. To write Pregnant with Destiny, not only because, you know, I was in pharmacy school and trying to, you know, of course, write exams and study and all of that. You know, that's four years. But what what happened to the other three and a half? What were you doing? You know, and so the perfectionism weighed heavy on me because I'm the kind of person, well, I was, I am being delivered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But <laughs> I, I was the kind of person that I, as soon as I sit down to do something, I want, I want the final draft right then instead of writing a lot of rough draft and then you know allowing god to really just marinate you know and um and really write a a a final draft i would be the one to say no mm -mm, let me just type it up because i'm gonna send it to my publisher and i'm gonna be done with it you know (laughs) and so perfectionism literally put a level of fear in me as well because now it's like it has to be perfect or i'm not rolling it out and I think that's the enemy. No, I don't think. I know that's the enemy. You know, because, but because I'm going to tell you this, guys, destiny is time sensitive. And so when the Lord gives you something, he wants that thing to manifest, you know, according to his timing and not ours. There you, you know? go. So, and that rolls into my next thing with procrastination. But since Anthony did such a wonderful job of explaining it, I don't even know that. I know. So to piggyback on your um your your what was the one you just said before that one? Uh, perfectionism. 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 I was going to say perfectionism can actually be um like a standard. Um, the software version would be a standard. Um, like a standard of excellence. Like like a standard of excellence. Like you. Okay. Made, like what you were saying was like perfectionist and you want to be done right and you, you don't want no other way and you look at it as a student being a perfectionist. That's true. I am a perfectionist as well. But at the same time, we operate in, in a standard of excellence. We want it to look and be a certain way as well as follow the, the voice and the direction of God. Like God gives us a, 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 an assignment and he wants it done a certain way and he trusts, he trusts us with that assignment and he knows that it's going to be done in the spirit of excellence. So yeah, I think it's kind of the same, but I think the, like the standard of excellence would be like a sulfur, yeah. a sulfur mm-hmm. approach to say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Both of us, we are professors, but yeah, we operate in the standard of, mm-hmm. of excellence. Yeah. I, um, I agree, Anthony. Um, and I think the difference between perfectionism and the standard of excellence is grace. Yes. And so, yes. so I wasn't I, I wasn't Ooh. giving myself that grace, you know, yeah, to, to to do things, right? And yes. so what would happen is that that perfectionism would kick in and it would I mean literally put me into states of of anxiety, you know, and we we all know that anxiety is not of God. Absolutely you know? not. And so and so when I rolled myself into a place of grace, that's when I started rolling out the book and rolling out other content, you know, because now, like you said, that standard of excellence was the stamp of approval that I needed, but grace was the glue that held it together. Man, I want to, I want to chime in, but honestly, you can pass collection play right now, man. I, I, I don't they, they hit it, they hit it. But one thing that I really, that really can pick up on is when you said all of a perfectionism, procrastination, um, for all the balance, both Anthony and Doctor Doc have said. But 
to top it off, when it comes to training, and I, I really have to push this on people when I'm training my clients, don't fall in love or just forget about the progress. Fall in love with the process. Yes. When mm-hmm. when you you came when you came and said something about you creating and writing your book, and you just wanted to just get it over with, hit that final draft, but you don't never know that progress and that journey could have gave you the blueprint for your volume two or your yeah. your you know your sequence or this so is now what you that. <laughs> Right. Uh oh. Uh oh. You in the vein, Doc. Shut up. You in the vein, Keep flowing, man. Of God, keep flowing, keep flowing. Oh man, but um, like I was saying, yeah, man. That um, when it comes to your perfectionism, just don't don't worry about being perfect in the eyes of what you see already. Cause I ain't nothing new up under the sun. We all know that. That's right. There's yeah. nothing new up under the sun. But God yeah. gives us new visions every day. Come on. There's yeah. new visions put out there. And that part of my brand um, is is the letter O in it stands for optimistic. Optimistic mm-hmm. means there's positivity to everything. If you keep an optimistic mindset to everything, there's something new to it every time. Every time. So that's my that's my time in on being a perfectionist. There's no I, I mean, of course, strive for excellence, of course, push for excellence. But as long as you give God the glory, that's as perfect as, as it's going to get. God yeah. turns everything perfect. And yeah. when it comes to procrastination, man, sweep that under the bed or whatever you can do. Get, a, strike, get away from it as best as possible because that's not, that's not, I don't feel like that's of the spirit. Being a procrastinator is of your body. Procrastination is part of being lazy. The flesh yeah. in my eyes is lazy. So if you yeah. operate in being lazy, you're not operating in the spirit, you're operating in the flesh. Yeah. So that's that's my that's part good. of being a procrastination. And my third thing is I'm big on my atmosphere. You know, the Bible tells us do not cast your pearls upon the swine. So yes. if you if you come in here with your gifts and you try to operate in your gifts around everybody and you're not assessing and, and measuring and got your senses to your atmosphere to, to know that your gifts are not going to be misused, then, you know, you that's the perfect place to be. You know, mm-hmm. God, Jesus even went to a land where he couldn't do no work. Did he yeah. stay and keep trying? Mm-hmm. He always made sure that atmosphere is right, as, as well as keep pushing the gospel. Now, he kept pushing the gospel. And when it comes to what we do in everyday lives, whether it's, you know, being a, working in a pharmaceutical company and, and building our content to being behind the camera and developing and, and marketing these projects to training people, don't, don't waste your talent. Don't waste it on trying to outdo yourself and be perfect and be prideful. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't procrastinate, jump on the gun because, you know, those clients, if you five minutes late, they're going to jot it down. They might not say nothing, but it's going to be in the back of their mind. Like, well, hold on. They was five minutes late. Is this is this professional or whatever? So don't procrastinate. Hop on it. And then operate in excellence and make sure that, that atmosphere is good. That's right. That's all I got to say. That's right. <laughs> That's well, good. you know, it's, it's interesting that you talked about, uh, you know, about perfectionism because the truth is, is that, you know, done is the new finished. That that mm-hmm. that's how I see it. It, it. Like you said, it don't have to be perfect. It needs to be done. You know, uh, yeah. that's how yeah. with with this show, it was the same way. And to be honest with you, too, like when I first got the vision for this, you know, my whole thing was what well, I got to be right. And, I, you know, this is my yeah. first podcast and I want to make sure it's done in excellence and there are no interruptions and it's perfectly edited and the song sounds good. And this and but the truth is, is that those are it's rooted in two things. It's rooted in pride for one thing, because you're, you're doing it to say, look at me, look at what I did. Mm-hmm. And then it's mm-hmm. also rooted in comparison. You're comparing yeah. yourself yeah, to other people. Yeah. You're comparing that's yourself to other people. You know, there's some people, you know, who got amazing platforms and, you know, it's like, man, you know, how can I compete with that? You know, it's not about competing with that. It's about doing what God put mm-hmm. you to do. Run your race. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> can I can I, I, I can I ask a quick question? Yeah, man. So like how do how do we all feel about comparison versus being admired? Oh, man. Look, mm-hmm. because, 
when I jumped into the game of, of being a trainer and wanting to, to grow my fitness business and brand, I it came from a vision. But what, you know how everybody is when it when it comes to being anxious. You want to know how the market is looking, how's everybody else operating under it, and forgetting all about the gift and the vision that God had already gave you. That's why I feel like the comparison comes in because now you start getting you know a little worrisome, and I, I I got another word in the back of my head. I can't it won't come out. <laughs> but you start trying to label and measure yourself up to what people are already doing and forgetting about what vision God gave you. Right, that's so true. So when you start turn when you turn back to where God has instilled with you, he'll tell you like, yeah, see what they're doing, but learn, but learn from it and be admired and try and learn how you can make it for what I gave you. Because yeah. don't take it from them. Just learn how to bring it to another new, a new set of people. You know, shed your light on this people. Yeah. And I think, too, that also is rooted in your why. You know, why did why did God give you this vision in the first place? Why did he? Yeah. Why? What is the foundation of this assignment anyway? You know, the foundation mm-hmm. of Go Creator Go is to be a place where Christian creators can gather. Christian creators can glean. Christian creators can grow. Uh, and can really just do their thing and be what God designed for them to be. Because the world does not yeah. always open those doors for people who are believers, uh, especially mm-hmm. creative believers. There's really not an outlet there for them, you know. So it's a it's a place where they can actually get understanding like, yeah, I, I thought I wasn't alone in that. I thought I was alone in that. I know now that I know that I'm not alone in that, that makes me feel a lot better. I'm not crazy. Uh, I, I do feel like this, you know, uh, I do need this kind of balance. I never thought about it from this perspective. You know, that's the whole point of my why, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, uh, people a a million people following us on facebook or seven people listening to our podcast it it's the why is still the same you know and i think that that should be the true motivation of what you do anyway should be rooted in god of why he even gave it to you when it when when you got that and received that 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 is the why that you carry with you and and the heart posture of how you received it too tells the story you know, uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. you know, my hard posture is always, you know, I can always do better with this. I want to be a good steward with this. God, I'm here to learn, pour into me. I'm available. <laughs> you know, I, I want to hear what the what the spirit of the Lord is saying, whether it be from him directly through his word, through his prophets, you know, through the uh, teaching. You know, I'm always available to better myself creatively and spiritually yeah. as a person grow as a man, grow as a husband, grow as a brother, grow as a father, grow as a son, you know, uncle, whoever, you know, just if, if that is an assignment that God has given me as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you know, God has assigned me to wear many hats and all of those things have to be rooted and, and planted in the why of why God gave me that, you know, uh, being the center. Yeah, it goes, sir. yeah, it goes back to the balance of the, the true balance is Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? So guys, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me today. This was really good. Thank you. It was an honor. Wait, we got to do this again. We got to do this again. Most definitely. We got to do this again. You you know me, man. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm with every idea you got in mind, man. I roll with you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) amen man i love each and every one of y'all and i thank god for you guys you guys are incredible incredible people uh i want to thank again so so if you want to if people want to reach uh we'll start with uh with with calvin calvin if they if people want to reach you they want to find you they want to follow you they want to even get some information because you don't just you actually do not just um uh train people in person you actually do virtual training and you do like all kinds of plans and developments for people online how can they get a hold of you yes sir first you can follow me well we got an instagram for the loop fitness that's just the l-o-o-t fitness on instagram and facebook and you can also follow me because i do a lot of branching out on my personal instagram which is at the 
Cal, I mean, Jesus, the real Calvino. I'm sorry. That's the real Calvino, C-A-L-V-I-N-O. Awesome, awesome. Okay, AJ. Okay, so I only have Facebook and Instagram, which is Turkey Time With Me. Uh, my name on both of those is Anthony T. Gaines on Facebook and Anthony T. Underscore Gaines on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. And and let me let me tell you, uh, <laughs> I know uh, AJ very well. Uh, AJ is is a a straight up. He's a straight shooter. And he he he's 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 very honest <laughs> about about uh, he's a very honest about your production and about you know your your strategy and what you need to do. If you are a playwright, if you have a production, a film production, uh, you need a production leader, a production coordinator, a media coordinator. AJ's your man, but he 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 is, he is not he's not going to sugarcoat your situation. He will help you all day every day, but. AJ is real. He's from the hip with it, and and you know you gotta Uh-oh. be able to, you gotta be able to handle that annoying. You gotta be able. What is to with the love? I'm from the hip You sound like he's saved and sanctified over there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, that's red light. <laughs> you know, a- AJ takes AJ takes his productions very seriously. I've seen him in action. He is very serious about that. So. Uh, you know, and that's a whole nother show. We need, I need to get each one of y'all back individually so we can talk some more and then, and then collectively, cause this is just incredible what we're doing. Uh, Dr. Charlize, how can people get a hold of you? Yes. So I am on Facebook and Instagram, same handle. So it's just at Dr. Charlize Boateng. Um, that's spelled S-H-A-R-L-I-E-S-E, B as in boy, O-A-T as in Tom, E-N-G as in goat. And what about that book? Yes. So Pregnant with Destiny, um, From Pain to Purpose, is available on Amazon. It's also available on Books and Noble, Books and Noble. um, And then also, I'm sorry, it's also in um, paper book, or I'm sorry, paperback, as well as Kindle. And then here shortly in the next month, month and a half, it'll be available on Audible as an audio book. Yeah, I highly, yeah. I highly recommend that you get the audiobook, guys. Because uh, by the time this comes out, it should be the audiobook should be released. But you should really, if you have the time to listen while you doing your daily work, when you're walking in your purpose and you're balancing your life, you need to listen to this book. It's really insightful. I cannot praise this book enough. And being in on Thank the record, you. yes, it's true. Being in on the recording of it, it really gave me a lot of revelation as well. So, um, yes, so definitely uh, support um, Dr. Charlize in, in that amazing, amazing amazing book okay well guys thank you guys again so much for joining me and i thank thank you guys for for being a part of this as we uh are helping people find balance amen so the bottom line to have balance is to have perspective to have perspective is to have vision to have vision is to have order having order brings obedience Having obedience produces faith, and without faith, it's impossible to please God, according to Hebrews 11.6. You see, all things work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. God's purpose for you is to live a well-balanced life, balanced in Christ. He is your center. Jesus said in John 10.10 that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, and that I may come to have life and to have it more abundantly. He wants us to come to him. And he will give us the balance we need. In Matthew twenty two twenty two, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And don't get me wrong. You can do life and be creative in your own strength. But without Christ as your center, it's difficult to walk in the full manifestation that God has intended for you. I challenge you, let Christ be your center. Let him get the first place in your life. Let him place amazing gifted people like Calvin and Anthony and Dr. Charlize in your journey to help you find godly balance and to take you to another level in your balance and in your creativity. You'll be surprised at how far your God-given gift when balanced through Christ will take you. Remember, as a creative, you have purpose and God wants to make use of it not only to be a blessing for you, but to help move his kingdom 
through you. I'm Antoine Bean. That was Go Create a Go. Thank you, guys. Be blessed. Go Creator Go was created at the Triumph Media Works Studios in Memphis, Tennessee. For more information, check out triumphmediaworks.com and follow us on Facebook at Go Creator Go and on Instagram at Go Creator Go. God bless. We'll see you next time. Peace.